Voyage to the Stars. Special announcement. Greetings, flesh creatures. In an effort to provide you with supplemental listening materials, we have unearthed additional logs not included in previous voyages. Please enjoy. Have a pleasant existence. Sorry. Not sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. Not sorry. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Stuart Merkel's podcast vlog. How are you guys doing? Woo, I'm a little keyed up right now. We had a, well, I would say a pretty interesting adventure in Mutant Vegas. Uh, and now I'm just kind of uh, chilling. You know, you know, you know when you have a big event and you just feel like you're buzzing afterwards, you can't get to sleep. I'm kind of there right now. I'm exhausted, but wow, I feel uh, real wild in the brain. Real wild upstairs in my dome piece. Sorry, how are you feeling right now? Oh, I too, Stu, am feeling a buzz with energy. I would liken it to when we landed on that planet where all of the creatures were battery operated and mm -hmm. I accidentally plugged into the mainframe of the giant battery that uh, recharges all of the little tiny batteries and I yes. got electrocuted. It feels like that. It's wonderful. It's just absolutely wonderful. Yeah, it's that, it's something you can't buy and it's something you really can't put your, your finger on. It, it's, a, it's a kind of buzzing that's purely experiential. It's a... Yes, it is. You know, it's an interesting sensation. Well, uh, folks, we are on our way. We are on a course towards Australia. Is that where, that's where we're headed, right? That's right, Stu. Look, I get a little confused right now. As I said, I'm a little keyed up right now, so my brain is uh, racing. Sorry. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's fine, because you know what? Together, you and me make a combo that is almost... As good as a smart person. I'm totally kidding. Of course, I'm very smart. And you, too, are a person. And yes. you are wonderful and have a heart of gold. And so if the two of us together still only have the equivalent of one very smart person, that's nothing to be ashamed of. We're like a hot dog and mustard or something, right? Something like that. Peas and carrots. That's right. We're like a hot dog and mustard. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Well, uh, for, I mean, I don't know if I should tell everyone, but uh, I feel like I'm going to. So, look, in Mutant Vegas, everyone, Sari and I actually got married, but it's it's a fake marriage. It's not real. But I had to say, Sari, and I feel like I'm just going to go ahead and say it on the air. It did get me thinking about, I mean, it, 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 marriage could be an avenue that we pursue at some point. And if it is, I have to say, it's kind of fun for me to think about entertaining this idea. And what elements are you thinking about when you think about us being married? Are you thinking about what would happen if one of us got sick and the other person didn't have any rights to the other person? So if someone said, we're going to have to take out the cantaloupe that you put inside Sorry, thinking that it would be a good substitution for a ball bearing, and you said, please leave it in, and they said, you're not married, we're going to take the cantaloupe out. But you would you would be able to say, please leave the cantaloupe in if you and I were married. Is that what you're thinking about? I think technically you're right. Um, but that's a decision. That's a big decision, one that I hope I never have to make. Another good benefit, I think we get to uh, file together on taxes. So we will save some money. Ew, I have to start paying taxes just because I would be married? <sighs> 
sorry, we have a lot to discuss, I think. I don't think you understand how you, the tax structure works. If, if you haven't been paying taxes, the IRS is going to come after you. I don't want the man to earn any of my hard-earned change. <sighs> Talk to Get in line. Get in line. But some of the other things I was thinking about was, I feel it would be cool to wear jewelry. And if I could have some kind of cool ring, not saying that I want to design it, but if you were ever thinking about getting me a ring, I'd want it to be really, like, gothy and have some kind of, like, dragon on it. You would want a dragon ring to symbolize our marriage? Yeah, because it's fiery, it's red hot, full of scales and unpredictable. It just seems, I mean, plus the dragons are really cool to look at. I'm starting to think that maybe the second part is the real truth and the first part is you scrambling to try to find some sort of reason that you could equate marriage to a dragon. Is that about right? I mean, yes. God, yes. It is. I mean, fine. It I is. get you. I know you, Stu Merkel. I know you, and I know how your brain works. And I know you just sort of a little bit. You're you're a lot more complex than I am, a little more surface. Uh, well, that's part of what makes us work together as a team. I agree. I agree. Hot dog, hot dog and mustard. Hot dog and mustard. Hot dog and mustard. No, I'll tell you what a hot dog with mustard doesn't need. Anything else. No. <laughs> I mean, a bun would be nice, you know, but uh, let me ask you this. Wait, are you saying you want to have a threesome? Are you saying you want to have a threesome? Because I mean, I'm not saying if you want a threesome, but if you're open to a threesome, I mean, I would, I, I want to be a guy who's open-minded, you know. And if, if you have needs that I can't meet, or if I had needs that you couldn't meet, well, I feel like my needs aren't really in question here. It's really more just about whether or not I think we could find a being that could bun us, so to speak. It would have to be a big enough creature to wrap itself around both of us like a bun. Right, but I would I'm think... I'm very literal about my threesomes. Yeah, well, I, mean, I didn't thought about the scope and the geometry of it. I was more thinking about finding a... I mean, would there be a willing participant? But I, I feel like we'd be, a, we'd be pretty deluxe on a menu item in terms of uh, desirability. We're a couple of real hot pieces. We're not hard to look at, let's just say that. We're a couple of real sick beauties. Yeah, sick beauties, classic beauties, uh, inside and out. But I really wasn't getting at a threesome. But that was a fun, that was an interesting sidebar. And if that's something that you're interested in, I will just say it again. I am open to discussion. I don't want to like close anything off at this point. Well, I'm interested in hearing more about some of the other things you were thinking about. I know I feel like I derailed us when I started talking about bunning. Well, so where were we before I went down that road? Well, here's something that I think about, and it's just kind of sounds like the most fun part is the honeymoon. Oh, yes. I mean, where would we go? What would we do? You know, it's uh, our options seem like a little bit limited at this point, but I think you and I could find something very fun to go do and experience and be alone together and get away from the other shipmates. I agree. I, you know, I, I, my memory banks tell me. Uh, some of them, by the way, have been corrupted. I don't know if I've told anyone that yet, but Good to know. my memory banks tell me that Niagara Falls used to be a beautiful honeymoon spot for people to go and enjoy waterfalls, of course. Then it was turned into a skateboard park, and everything is just like a half-pipe plus. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind going and seeing people skateboard on our honeymoon at Niagara Falls. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't either. I've always been a fan of people on the vert ramp doing those spins and backflips, method airs and judo airs. It's something. It's like they have such a devil-may-care attitude. That's right. That's right. It's like, I don't care if my elbow gets a scab on it. Am no. I right, everyone? Yeah, I know. There's, there's something really admirable about and brave about what they're doing there. Okay, so, yeah, Niagara Falls is a possibility. That, that, where else that, would you like to go, Stu? 
You know, I always heard Des Moines, Iowa was cool. I hear Is they that have, how you say it? Des, uh, I think. I don't know. I heard a robot say it once. Is it Des Moines? Is, that Des, is it Des Moines? You, you, you'd be the one to ask on that. I, I think it's Des... I think it's... Yes, I think you said it right. I think it's Des Moines. Des Moines. But all of a sudden I got a little scared because it felt like there were so many extra letters in there that were going to waste. I wasn't sure. I mean, I know it's not the depression, but still, that's a lot of letters to just waste away and not say. Boy, I agree. I agree. It seems like they ought to take advantage of that because saying more letters is definitely the more fun route to take when pronouncing a word. What about Des Moines have you heard is worth going on a honeymoon to? Well... On an old episode of a show called Roseanne, starring Roseanne Barr, like she went to Iowa to start a loose meat sandwich diner. And ever since I was a little kid watching reruns, I always wanted to visit that loose meat sandwich diner. It's true that you have proven yourself to be a real aficionado of loose meat. Well, thank you very much. And that's a phrase much. I never thought I'd enjoy the sound of until I met you. I like the way you say it. Well, I pronounce every single consonant and vowel. I don't waste letters like some people. Iowa. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe a loose meat. A loose, I mean, look. Is there something you'd want to do for the honeymoon? I feel like it should be your decision if we were ever to take a honeymoon because we got married. Well, I appreciate you putting it on me, but I do feel that we should we we, we can find some place that we both want to go. Obviously, we both have an openness towards perhaps checking out Niagara Skate Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we are moving past planet Earth, but staying within the Earth solar system, if you will, I would say I have an interest in visiting probably one of Jupiter's moons. Europa? Say If you're going to say Europa, I'll I was out. going to say Europa. Are I you was serious? going to say Europa. I was totally serious. Europa is supposed to. Well, look, there used to be these vacation package deals called Club Med, and they had one for some of the moons around Saturn. And my. Or Saturn! God, Jupiter, I mean! It's the last place that legally does a chocolate fountain, by the way. I forgot that that had become illegal in most of the solar system. Yeah, I mean, Europa's still the only place you could legally do that. So, I mean, that is. That sounds good. I wasn't even considering off-Earth honeymoons. Now Des Moines feels like such a silly idea. Oh, that's okay. You're you're folksy, especially when you're at home here on Earth. You're folksy stew. I so am. Of course, a you're bit. going to think about Earth. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I, that, the sound of Europa, and also just going there, and you know, uh, Jupiter seems like such a dynamic planet. There's always like some crazy storms going on there. And 2001 was a great movie. I like well, this. you know, it's interesting because 2010 was really very focused on Jupiter and Europa and Io. That's really where all the action was going down in that sequel. Agreed. That was a good one. Roy Scheider, whew, he's good. Someone tried to convince me that was a documentary about Roy Scheider. Oh, that it was not just a documentary about space in general, but that it was a documentary yeah. about the actor Roy Scheider. Yeah, I mean, people have been saying that for a long time. In, in fact, in fact... I think that might be true. I think it's a really... It, it, it's hard to Maybe. say. It focuses so much on Roy's character, but it feels like it's really him. I don't know. I'm going to have to rewatch that. Let me ask you this. If you could... If we had to introduce someone into our threesome, and it had to be Roy Scheider, which character, played by Roy Scheider, would you want to welcome into our relationship? Number one, 
Roy Scheider from 2010. Number two, Roy Scheider from Jaws. Ooh. Or number three, Roy Scheider from Marathon Man. Roy Scheider from Marathon Man, easy. I agree. <laughs> wow. We yeah. are so meant for each other. Yeah, he was a lot less grumpy in that. You know, he, he was so grumpy in the other ones, which I like, it's fun to watch, but into a threesome, you know, I'm good. I would want all positive vibes. I agree. There'd be no need for that kind of negativity, Roy Scheider. I agree. <sighs> and well, he's not the kind of person who's going to lean in provocatively when we're all just trying to have a good time and say, is it safe? Yeah. Is it safe? Yeah. Is it safe? He yeah. doesn't want that. No, he doesn't want that. He doesn't want safety. He just wants to smoke cigarettes aggressively and... That's right. That's right. All of his behavior is extremely risky and stupid. You're it right. is. And it I is. love that about him. Me too. He is an excitable guy. Maybe we should register if, if we decide to get married. We should also register at a few different places and see if that we can mooch some gifts off of people we know uh, just because we're getting married. That seems like one of the upsides, doesn't it? Good call. Maybe we want to start thinking of a wish list, like at least a top five. Mm hmm. Exactly. And, you know, I mean, I, I, I got a couple ideas. I'd love to hear them. Really? Yes, please. Okay. See, I think what we could really use, something that would come in handy, it's for safety and protection and just a peace of mind, would be a growth of bottle rockets. Now that's 144 individually wrapped bottle rockets. And I would say we would get the Whistling Moon Travelers because they make a really fun noise. What do they sound like? Ooh, yeah. juicy. Yeah, right? I think, I think it would just be fun. It'd just be fun. I'm not opposed to registering for a gross of bottle rockets. I'm not even sure where we would register for such a thing, but I'm super comfortable with doing it. Oh, fantastic. Well, what's something you'd want? I guess I would want to register for... Um, there was a show that was on in, I believe it was the 80s, mm -hmm. and there was some merchandising that came after that show that I just find to be some of the most fun playful, cuddly merchandising that has come out of a show, which, by the way, has come out of a commercial. So this is a show that was based on a commercial that then had merchandise, and I think if we could register for some collectibles, some rare collectibles Ooh. from this show, we would both be the better for it. I like what you got cooking. I'm very interested. Now, do you recall the name of this show? The California Raisins. The California Raisins. That's right. Okay. I, uh, first off, I just want to say, yes, that just made the short list. Two, Wonderful. how do I get my hands on some of these little California Raisin goodies? Well, they are in very, 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 very high demand. So they're very hard to get a hold of. Well, this just moved up, up to number one of my priority list of things to do. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how we would get a hold of them, but in my mind, that's what the registry is for. It's like uh -huh. even if we don't know where to get something, people prove their friendship to us by seeking out these hard-to-find things. You know, I gotta tell you, I got the good mind to go talk to Tucker and tell him to change the course to go find to head to wherever these raisin paraphernalia could could be found. Look, escaping the nothing, going to Australian course—that's very important. I agree. 
but it seems like mm. we should be looking for this memorabilia first. Well, if we want to be able to settle down into retirement with heaps and heaps of money, that's really one of the best ways to do it. Okay, that seems like a really good... First off, great registry gift. Excellent job. Two, I like that you're thinking about our financial future. Yes. Yes, I am. You know, because we, we don't have to worry. I don't want to have to be on the ship forever. Thing you would register for? <sighs> you know, this sounds crazy. But I think something that would, something that would register. I want to start looking after my health a little bit, and I think if we could get some low salt brown rice cakes, we could put all kinds of schmears on that. We could put, you know, an almond butter, mm -hmm. a sunflower seed butter, a veggie spread, cream cheese, hummus. It's really versatile, and I think if we got a couple sleeves of that, we'd have something to nosh on on our honeymoon. Okay, well, or just or just in our marriage. This is. You know, I'm actually glad this came up. This is an important moment in any couple's relationship when shit gets real. Mm-hmm. Um, when maybe you don't see eye to eye. Uh, some people believe that you're closer after you get through dangerous waters like the ones that we seem to be wading into now. And I, I for one, welcome it. I'm ready to talk about it. You are? I am. I okay. need to start by saying... I have yet to experience a low-salt brown rice cake, and I say this as a, a being that doesn't experience human hunger or really enjoy eating at all, but if I had to pick something to eat, I can promise you a low-salt brown rice cake is very low on the list, Okay. but a white rice, lightly salted rice cake is a different conversation entirely. Please don't leave me. I want to stay in this relationship. I know what I said was a deal breaker. Please, Look, please talk to no, me, No, 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 fine, fine, fine. I will talk to you. I will talk to you. I will say, as you can probably imagine, I'm a little, I'm, 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 no, I'm quite a bit disappointed because- You're eating a brown, a lightly salted or unsalted brown rice cake, you might as well be eating a wadded up paper towel. Uh, I'm sorry. The whole point of it was to look to do something healthy for us, and there's a lot more fiber, a lot more protein. Do you know how much how much nutritional value is in white rice? Zero. They take all of it out. Nobody knows that except for me. So how do they extract how do they extract the nutrition from the white rice? Well, you know what alchemy is? You know what black magic is? Hmm? I ever thought heard, I did. Ever heard of Aleister Crowley? It's that kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ritual, sigil magic. I don't know how they do it. I don't ask questions, but it's definitely not through some kind of machine extracting process where they bleach it. No, no, no. It's definitely something alchemical and evil. Probably something we shouldn't be talking about on a podcast because that could lead us down a darker road. I don't, I don't like to discuss the dark arts. I know a little bit more than I'd like to. Wow, I did not expect that things would come to a head this quickly. I apologize. Okay. I'm no. sorry that our conversation about brown rice cakes immediately catapulted us into a conversation about the dark arts. Just did yeah. not see that coming. I did not see that coming. Well, there's no way you could have. I probably should have warned you when we first met that, you know, I'm not very flexible on the rice cake situation. And I, I know you know me, I'm willing to bend in all kinds of ways, physically and mentally. But on this one, I'm going to have to put my foot down and say, you know what, I think maybe we just take that off the registry all together. Because we're never going to well, come no. to agreement on that. But but I think I prefaced my side of this conversation by saying I don't need to eat. So it's actually fairly selfish of me to insist on a certain type of rice cake when I've, I've exposed that I neither need it nor want it in any form. I approve 
of our low-salt, wadded-up-paper towel brown rice cake staying on the registry. <sighs> and now I would like to ask you... You're the best. What kind of marital pet would you like to have? A marital pet. Ooh. And this can include a species we've destroyed because now we're just in imagination land. That is tough. I don't know if I, unlike someone like Elsa or Tucker, I actually have a conscience. I don't think I could look into the eye and care for a pet after I destroyed uh, its the entire rest of race. Its kind. Yeah, it just feels yeah. like I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna want something probably more mainstream. Uh, something probably not as sexy, but I've always had a thing for for uh, hamsters. I like the wheels. Ooh. You can put them in a package, send it to a friend if they want to go stay somewhere else. Can you? Oh, sure. I mean, I've never done it, but why couldn't you? You could send it to a buddy who's going through the depression. You really trust mailing systems. Once it leaves your hand, you clearly feel that everyone is invested in the safety of that package as you are. Well, as we all know, there's nothing safer than a package being sent through the mail. That's just the truth, and you know it. That's right. So, hamster, not gerbil, not tiny no, gerbil mouse. I hate gerbils. Not I hate rat. guinea pigs. No, all the rodents, they're out. But what hamster. sound does a hamster make? The only thing I can picture right now is a guinea pig because they do that little. Yeah, no, a hamster is a, is, is a much lower octave. It's kind of like a hey, hey, oh. hey, hey, hey. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like if you're walking by like one of your old one of your old buds on the street. It's like one of those. It's a very uh, it's a very friendly it's a friendly register. It's not it's not it's not cute, mm-hmm. but it's it's very uh, it's very standard. Yeah, very uh, you know, uh, Chicago. It's it's, it's 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 like saying hey, but if you had a Chicago accent, does that make sense to you? Yes, but I wouldn't say that I imagine a ruffian in Chicago being that friendly. So I'm. But you know what? I'll, I'll buy it. Uh, but I will not actually buy a hamster because that uh, does not seem like a good pet to me. So we are once again at a crossroads. Yeah. I do not feel that the hamster is the right way to go. Okay, yeah, fine. Hamster. I'm, look, I, I was, I'll be honest. I was willing to follow my sword for the brown rice cakes. But the hamster, I can kind of take her leave. Okay. And how long do hamsters live anyway? Uh, longer than humans, that's for sure. So that's, They do? Well, yes. Yeah, so we could count out to t- take care of us when we were elderly, you know? Although you probably don't age like I will, but eventually I'll be old and won't be able to move around very well. Kind of like now, but I'll just be more wrinkly. I'm starting to worry that what you think of as a hamster is not a hamster, but you did say that they had little wheels. Yeah, I mean, well, they're not, they're little, I call them little because they're cute, but no, they're bigger than we are. Hamsters, I think, oh, uh, oh. their wingspan is seven feet. Oh, Usually no. average weight's like 250, 300 pounds. Yeah, wow. they're, like, they're, okay. like a, they're like an offensive guard for the, you know, an NFL team. Wow. Oh, okay. And how would they that? fare in a in a fight with one of your other favorite animals, a dragon? Which one would win? I mean, a hamster would win every time. They're impervious to fire. Obviously, everyone knows that. And um, obviously. Yeah, and, and and they distract other you know large scary creatures by going hey, hey, because everyone's so you know you, you hear a large creature like that saying hey, hey like a Chicago rugby, you are going to be thrown off. You're gonna be whatever kind of game plan you had is out the window at that point. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. No, I thought about it quite a bit, long and hard. Don't know if this you is so read. fun. It is fun. It is oh, fun. no, I, I was just going to say this is fun because I really, I didn't realize there was this much about each other we didn't know. I, I didn't know. realize that just by making a listicle, we would be able to have a deeper understanding of our likes and dislikes. Can I just go back and give you a comment on saying listicle? Because that is Thank funny. You. That is funny. I didn't want to let it slide by. 
How big, by the way, are the listicles on a hamster? <laughs> That's a good one. I know we were completely this early, but they are exactly three and a half pounds each. And he has six. They have six. She, I mean, if it was a he, he would have six. But uh, obviously, a female hamster has no listicles. <laughs> Got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah. So you would say in, this, in that species, the male is really the most clickbait worthy. No, the female's got a lot more interesting things going on. Oh, do you interesting, know, okay. Do you know what a teat is? A peat? A teat. Oh, a it's, teat. It's a dispenser that milk comes out of. The animals The animals have a... It's a I feel the use of the word dispenser feels very non-alive in a way that I am slightly disturbed by. Well, I watched Richard Attenborough's Earth 11, and that's how they uh, refer to him, so I'm just... They referred to a teat as a as a milk dispenser. Uh, that well, they meaning Richard Attenborough on a documentary called Earth, Part Eleven. Yes, he referred to it as that. So I'm just going by what Attenborough says, you know. Well, if he's a sir, he must know what he's talking about. That's I'm sure how... there are rigorous qualifications to being knighted. I think there is. I think there is. So I just kind of assumed he was running the money in that one. Well, Stu, darling, this has only made our relationship stronger from my perspective. I agree. I do have several duties to perform, uh, up to and including the fact that Tucker seems to think he can put this thing on manual, and that's not going to be good for anyone. No. No, 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 no. That's, that seems like a bad... Yeah, you go take care of that. I am going to make myself a snack. I'm so, I just want to end by saying I'm so proud to call myself your fake wife. Yeah, it's been fun being fake married to you. <laughs> Maybe we'll get real married today. Who knows? <laughs> uh, Maybe we will. Well, this has been Stuart Merkel's podcast vlog. Thank you very much for listening, friends. Bye-bye.